0: Once upon a midnight dreary while I pondered weak and weary over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore while I nodded nearly napping suddenly there came a tapping as if someone gently rapping rapping at my chamber door 'tis some visitor I muttered tapping at my chamber door only this and nothing more ah distinctly i remember it was in the bleak december and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor eagerly i wished the morrow vainly i had sought to borrow from the book's secrecy of sorrow sorrow for the lost lenore for the rare and radiant maiden, who the angels name lenore nameless here for evermore and the silken sad uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before so that now to still my beating of my heart I stood repeating, Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber-door? Some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber-door? This is it, and nothing more. "'Sir,' I said, "'or oh, madam, truly your forgiveness I implore, but the fact I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber-door, that I scarce was sure I heard you—' Here I opened wide the door. Darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into darkness peering along I stood there, wondering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortal ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered in an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. nearly this, and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning. Soon again I heard a tapping, somewhat louder than before. Surely, I said, surely th- that is something of my window lattice. L- let me see then what thereat is, and this mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter, when, with many a flirt and flutter, In stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not least obeisance made he, not a minute stopped or stayed he, But with mine of lord or lady, Perched above my chamber door, Perched upon a bust of pallas just above my chamber door, Perched and sat and nothing more then the seven bird beguiling my fancy into smiling by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore thou thy crest be shorn and shaven thou i said art sure no craven ghastly grim and ancient raven wandering in from nightly shore tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's plutonian shore Quoth the raven Nevermore. much i marveled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly Though its answer a little meaning a little relevancy bore for we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing above his chamber door bird or beast upon sculpted bust above his chamber door was such a name as never more, but the raven sitting lonely on the placid bust, spoke only that one word as if his soul in that one word he did outpour nothing further than he uttered not a feather then he fluttered till i scarcely more than muttered other friends have flown before on the morrow he will leave me as my hopes have flown before me then the bird said Nevermore more startled by the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken doubtless i said what it utters is a only stock and store caught from some unhappy master whose unmerciful disaster followed faster and followed faster till his songs one burden bore till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore of never never more but the raven still beguiling all my fancy into smiling straight i wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door then upon the velvet sinking i betook myself to linking Fancy unto fancy thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking nevermore. This I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing to the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This or more I sat divining with my head at ease reclining on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight glowed o'er but whose velvet-violet lining with the lamplight glowed over, she shall press, ah, nevermore. Then methought the air grew denser perfumed from an unseen censer, spawned by seraphim whose footfalls tinkered on the tufted floor. Wretch! I cried, thy God hath led thee, by these angels he hath sent thee. Respite! respite a nip from thy memories of lenore quaff o oh, quaff the kindly of path, and forget this lost lenore quoth the raven never more prophet i said thing of evil prophet still if, if bird or devil whether tempter sent or whether tempest toss thee here ashore desolate yet all undaunted on this desert land enchanted on his home by horror haunted Tell me truly, I implore. Is there, is there balmy ingilid? Tell me, tell me, I implore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, I said, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by the god we both adore. Tell this soul with sorrow laden, if within the distant Eden it shall clasp a sainted maiden who the angels name Lore. Clasp a rare and radiant maiden, whose the angel's name, Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked up, starting. Get thee back into the tempest in, in the night's plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit thy bust above my door. Take thy beak out my heart, and thy form off my door. quoth the raven, never more. And the raven, never flitting, still is sitting, still is sitting, on the pallid bust of palace just above my chamber door. And his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming, and the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted nevermore.